This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. Oh boy, did we have a fun day lined up. It is Vanderpump Rules Day, of course, and I am so happy to have with me back on the podcast for I think the first time in a, a, a wee little while, my friend, co-worker, and uh, fellow uh, Bravo-holic, Taylor Jackson. Hi, Taylor. Hello, Dylan, and you could not have asked me to come on at a better time. Let me tell you that much. We we do have much to discuss in Vanderpump land. So much so that today is also the premiere day of Ultimate Girls Trip Thailand. And we are not even going to get to that until Monday. So, um, no. Taylor, it's a full Vanderpump mania. Today is the reunion day. <sighs> and normally reunion day the day that they're filming is not that exciting for us because we don't actually get to see anything until weeks later, but there has been so much speculation and so much drama about this reunion. And yesterday, Raquel confirmed that she will be attending in person. Um, There had been questions, of course, because she has currently a restraining order against Sheena. Um, And then Sheena has not technically announced that she will be attending the reunion. But yesterday on her Instagram story, she and Lala and Ariana were doing like girls day prep for reunion. She was doing her M sculpt. She was, you know, getting her, her tan on lock, a facial, like Sheena is in reunion prep mode. So all sources lead us to believe that both of them will in some way attend reunion. Right. Maybe there's, maybe there will be a wall between them. Maybe they will, you know, not be able to physically look at each other. We don't know, but they will both be there to my knowledge. Maybe they are they doing the reunion at like a football stadium, <laughs> like, <laughs> or like, like a, a jail cell. They're all in different cells. <laughs> Raquel and Sheena can be in opposite end zones, and then the chairs will be arranged <laughs> in like a semicircle uh, <laughs> at the middle of the field, and you'll just talk real loud, real loud, Sheena. No problem with that. Sheena will be like Raquel when we were doing Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> And Raquel will be like this, Lala, you're just a bimbo. You're just a mistress bimbo. I don't need this energy in my life. I've learned my lesson with James, and I finally learned my lesson with you, Lala. (laughs) Lala. Where do we begin? Well, where we begin (sighs) is the uh, little interview, I use that word, lightly, I guess, that Raquel conducted with TMZ (laughs) yesterday in the parking lot of a strip mall nail salon. Um, This video, (laughs) I'm going to assume most people that are listening to this have seen the video or at least, you know, caught a glimpse. But Raquel sitting in this lonely plastic chair 
outside of what looks like one of the dingier nail salons I've uh-huh. seen. And she's just sitting there looking forlorn <laughs> as this man with a camera approaches her. And it is, it really is wild because it's a fairly long exchange that these two have. <laughs> and the thing about it is like, there's always this question of, oh, did this person call the paparazzi on themselves? Sometimes I think that people are a little quick to say, you know, oh, she called the cameras, whatever. It's like, no, the paparazzi is real. That happens. But this video, it's like Raquel is being so open <laughs> with this man. And it's like, oh, you fully arranged this in advance. Dylan, when I watched this video, I nearly lost my goddamn shit because... It was so planned, number one, as a girl who gets her nails done every two weeks, there is no way you're waiting outside the nail salon, physically outside. You're inside. They have seats inside, even if it's a 10-minute wait. Also, there's one chair. Like, did she bring her own fold-up chair? Did she? (laughs) And also, how is she going to hear if they call her name that she's next? Like, number one, babe, like that didn't work. You should have been at the grocery store. You should have been walking out of a Ralph's with your cart and then make it look a little bit more realistic. The guy also, I noted, because I really investigated the four minute fucking interview. Um, You can see his reflection, the TMZ Uh interviewer, through the glass. His camcorder, Dylan, is literally... Like one of those small little camcorders that I had in like the fifth grade when I would make movies with my friends. Um, (laughs) And this man probably didn't even know who Raquel was. He was probably sent by the TMZ team and was like, "Okay, here's a list of questions you've got to ask. Please go. And it is also very telling that in the background you see people just like no one really knows who Raquel is. I mean, the Internet does now because her face is blasted everywhere. People are just going about their day, you know. I it is funny the tone I watch these videos sometimes where it'll be like they catch Addison Ray leaving Craig's or like you know right. it's th- this very like these people that like attention enough that whether or not they're calling the paparazzi themselves they are always down to chat with them and the t- I always love the tone that these guys behind the camera take cuz they're like acting very invested in what they're saying they're like oh yeah 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 so uh so then uh, how, you know, did you did you talk to Ari? Like, wh- what was she saying about it? And it's like, no one, I have never heard anyone call Ariana Ari. Nope. And he's like, he's like, yeah, so like, uh, so did, did you get a chance to talk with Ari yet or no? Like, like, where's that at? And Raquel's like, well, you know, you know, we, we talk, like, I tried to apologize on the phone and like, it, 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 she didn't receive it very well. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, and then like with, uh, with like, uh, with, with Tom, people are saying like that, uh, with, uh, with the Tom Schwartz that the, the makeout was, to, <laughs> to cover up with the other Tom. So like, you know, was that like what was happening? And she's like, eh, like, um, you know, he was genuinely interested in Tom Schwartz. So there was no cover up. <laughs> um, all of the question, everything was so, so, so planted. Like, not even the inner, like, obviously the interaction. He probably was like this right before he pressed play. Go. And Raquel's like, okay, <laughs> head down. He's like, he walks he's like so, uh, I noticed your eye looks like it's, uh, it's a healing up. And she's like, yeah, it's doing better. But, you know, I do have a permanent scar and only Sheena knows what really happened on that night. And so she'll have to live with that. And it's like, Raquel, please just. Enough. The fact that they 
did this and dropped this the day before the reunion filming when everybody knows that they're filming the reunion. The timing of it is really interesting because there are a couple questions where she's like, oh, you know, I don't want to talk about that or like we'll get into that at the reunion. And it's like, yeah, we're going to get into all of it at the reunion. So why are you choosing this moment right before the reunion to do your little you know, dog and pony nail salon parking lot press tour <laughs> in like West Hollywood um, in a fucking strip mall. But no, but my thing is like, we all know and Raquel knows as well. She's going to get eaten alive at this reunion. So why mm-hmm. would she put this video out or allow the apparent PR team that she's hired, who in my opinion is doing an awful job at whatever they're trying to do, put this video out the day they record. Like this is giving Lala. This is giving Katie. This is giving everybody more ammo to use against her. Yeah. It's, it's tough because to be a hundred, like Raquel is in a shitty position right now. Like there's nothing that she can, there's nothing that she can do or say that is going to be received well by the general public who think that she is like a manipulative asshole. But this seems like a big kind of choice to make that is specifically going to be really easy to pick apart because the way that it feels so orchestrated and the way that she's kind of alluding to some of these situations and like, Oh, well, Sheena knows what happened and blah, blah, blah. Like, this isn't going to make anybody feel like softer toward her, let no. alone make people like on her side. So I I kind of don't understand what is in it for her of not just keeping her mouth shut. Yeah. Until the reunion. Like my thing is like in this situation, like you just said, like there is no there is no her being like I like denying anything like we all know it happened right and like right now she mm-hmm. she is the villain. Right. Keep quiet. Silence is a lot louder because what you when you open your mouth, Raquel, we all we all know we have seen it for the past I don't know six years. It doesn't it doesn't come across right, especially in this situation. So keep your mouth shut until the reunion. Like obviously, if you didn't show up to the reunion, then you like look cowardly. But don't say a fucking word. Stay off social media. Don't do that stupid like Instagram notes apology like bullshit apology. Show up to the reunion. Get your ass handed to you, and th- that's going to be that. And then. And then you're out of the limelight for a bit. Stay whatever you and Sandoval can have, whatever it is you're having. Um, but stop trying to be relevant and like make make a name for yourself again or make yourself look like some sort of victim. Yeah, I think that's going to be the interesting thing to see at the reunion, whether it feels like her and or Tom, whether or not they have kind of like a unified front, we'll see. But if they kind of try to spin it in a different direction and make themselves look better or whether they really have an attitude of just like, we're going to sit here and take whatever you throw at us and then, you know, go lick our wounds for a few months. And if we start filming in June, we'll see where, where the chips fall. Cause I think people are going to be, people aren't going to be happy with them regardless, but I think people are going to be more upset if it feels like they're, coming in trying to trying to do like a PR spin. Right. And defend whatever it is they were doing. Like just at this rate, just bow your fucking heads and take the fucking heat. You're going to get hate because you did something fucked up. Yeah. 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50 percent modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot mention to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash mention. Let's turn back the clocks a little bit right now, uh, back to last night's episode. And we are, you know, suddenly back in the heat of last summer, mm. uh, you know, when Sheena's wedding is two weeks away and uh, the ladies are finishing up their trip to Havasu. And uh, it's guys night at the Mondrian, which of course means that Sheena, Charlie and Raquel are all there. <laughs> and what was uh, that? It was it was telling to me how James, the second Charlie and Raquel show up at Guys Night unannounced, James is like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. What do I do? I didn't know they were going to be here. This was supposed to be Guys Night. Allie's going to be pissed. I don't want to be here. And he really, he did what he needed to do and got himself out of that situation. He texted Allie. Raquel and Charlie just showed up. I don't like what do I do? And she was like, okay, then leave. And he left. I was, and he left. As much as I think James Kennedy is 
sort of a toxic person who has made a lot of uh, poor decisions <laughs> in the past. This was one of those times where I'm like, yeah, you don't need to be there anymore. You, you good leave. Leaving was the right choice. Watching this, and I was gonna, I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, I am a James Stan right now in this moment. I'm not. No one hold that against me until like <laughs> right. whatever happens. Right, you're like as of March 23rd, 2023, <laughs> at 11:18 a.m. as we're recording this. Uh, Taylor likes James, but that has no impact on the past or the future. <laughs> exactly. No, not a minute before, not a minute after. Okay, um, just prefacing there. But he really is showing some sort of maturity and growth. And honestly, in these episodes, like and. This is the thing, like they didn't go back and edit these episodes, as everybody knows, like, but now you can see everything unfolding. Like he played his cards in all the right ways and he it's it's making him look great. And he's kind of cracking me up. He's almost like the comic relief. Like it's always like James is in the background and then Raquel shows up and they zoom in on James and he's like, oh, fuck, like not me again or like get my name out of your mouth. Like, I don't know. He's. He's he's like an important player, but he's not. But he's in the background, if that makes sense. He's not being the main character that he always used to try to be, but he's being a great supporting one. And like, and he looks good. He's looking good. I don't know that I'm all the way there with what you're saying, but I I agree that James is making some better decisions than it seems like he has in the past. And whether or not I think that his relationship with Ali is going to be the love of his life and go the distance the way he says it is. Who knows? I don't have a crystal ball. But I it does seem like, at least in this moment, that relationship is very important to him. And right. he is he's invested in making choices that will protect that. Right. And I think with Raquel and when when he was with Kristen Doty way back in the day, he wasn't really necessarily thinking those things through in terms of uh, prioritizing his relationships, even if he said they were important to him. So exactly. I think that itself is a sign of growth. And I, you know, I don't have any type of strong feelings about Allie because she seems um, about as interesting as uh, the paint on the wall that I'm looking at right now. But I, I'm glad that if they're in this c- committed relationship together, that it doesn't seem like James is fucking around on her. That right. makes me happy because nobody really deserves to be in that position, I did think it was very funny to see them at the tarot card reading. I was just going to say, Dylan, I couldn't stop. I was getting the ick watching him keep kissing her. He was like, oh, it's a my, little much. My, my moon's in Saturn. <laughs> Your moon's is, in Venus. <laughs> like, stop. It is funny. I feel like on Summer House this season, Lindsay and Carl are getting so much shit for like calling each other babe and being in their honeymoon phase. And it's like James and Allie are just as nauseating if not more well yes but on summer house this season that's the most interesting thing that they can talk about on vanderpump this is the least of our worries you know what i'm saying that's fair that like it's not a central storyline in the same way that Lindsay and carl is where like because like i said i don't really care about ali i don't think anybody else that i've talked to really has strong feelings about ali one way or the other so their relationship isn't central to the show in the way that um, you know, Raquel and uh, Tom and Schwartz and Katie and, you know, it, there's just more, go- there's more interesting things going on. So exactly. nobody's really paying attention. But like wa- just watching them interact when the 
the reader. Okay, first of all, Allie's, Allie says that her life goal is to be a full-time astrologist. I which, lost my fucking mind because all I think about is the TikTok girlies when it was like, this message is for you. No hashtags. To me, like, that is a little bit red, red flag city, but I also respect the hustle, I guess. I don't know. Astro- like, astrology is one of those things where it's never going to be my thing. It's never going to be something that I care about or really know about or I'm invested in. So, I, I mean, I guess that's a good goal for her. But like the way when the reader says that they have like a twin flame union energy, the way her eyes light the hell up and she's uh-huh. like, oh, my God, that's like the thing that Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox <laughs> who are say. getting divorced or so not now married. It's a big thing. And Literally, I told you because we were in the office together yesterday. There had just been like the people confirmation that MGK and Megan are on a break or something. And I was watching the screener of this episode. And I'm like, Taylor, please come here. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) She did not. She did not. And she did. It's like the timing there wasn't great. But I mean, maybe maybe her tarot reader will evaluate that situation as well. Actually, though, I feel like for James and Allie, I could see them going down the MGK and Megan route of like, yeah, we like we like touch each other's tongues in public and we're like wearing a vial of each other's blood and we're like our love is hardcore. Yeah, but like in a much like cringe, that's cringy, but even in a cringier way. If that's possible. Well, in like a in like a more low budget kind of way. I was just gonna say very low budget. I'm trying to think of like what that would look like. Um, and it's just not clicking with me right well, now. Well, I mean, my my favorite uh one of my one of my favorite stories to tell is the time that I saw James and Allie in the the parking lot at the Grove in LA. So I feel like they have like it's like they're doing the the uh the Grove <laughs> version of being hardcore. <laughs> the Grove version of MGK and Megan just, Fox. Just, just some tarot cards and astrology. Exactly. Just, just keeping would you, it cute. Would you ever think that if we had an Abby Lee Miller Dance Moms pyramid Jesus. that James right now, out of James and the Two Toms, he's at the top of the fucking pyramid this week. You I can't guess. disagree. You can't disagree. I guess. And then we have Jax Taylor, who was on Watch What Happens Live last night with Brittany. I, he's uh, he's I, angling back in. and stop. I I can't. A fun, a fun little piece of context for why I now believe that Jax and Brittany have been so... Um, excited to sink their teeth into Scandaval is that it was announced yesterday that they have a new podcast coming out. Yep, I saw that on Watch What Happens Live. I said, oh, here, this, this is why they're sitting in these chairs, huh? First of all, it's called When Reality Hits with Jackson Brittany. The cover of the podcast is the two of them and their son in the middle. They're wearing like formal attire, including Cruz is wearing a suit. And there's like spaghetti all over them. And Jax is wiping a... Uh, <laughs> like Britney's face with a towel and then there's cameras in the back flashing like paparazzi. It's, it's a little upsetting. I don't, I don't think (laughs) I don't love the baby being on the cover of the podcast. Um, But then I'm just going to read the, I'm going to read the paragraph caption on Instagram because I think it's funny. Uh, Podcast one coming March 28th. What happened when the camera stopped rolling for Jax Taylor and Britney Cartwright on Vanderpump rules? True reality hit. Jackson Brittany take you inside their crazy lives as they explore parenthood, marriage, family, friendship, and reality TV. Nothing is off limits. 
their crazy lives. I'm like, I don't believe for one second that Jackson and Brittany's lives are crazy or particularly interesting or particularly unique. That is exactly what I was going to say. What the fuck are they going to talk about? Huh? Also, I... I, I, I'm going to preemptively apologize for that voice that I just did reading you, that caption. You were giving I feel, South Jersey, me type of vibe. It was giving a little bit of like MTV promo. Yeah. I, I, I don't feel great about it. I feel, it feels a little skeezy. Okay. Um, you can take it back. But, he takes it back. But, I th- but the thing is, I think skeezy is the right energy for Jax Taylor's podcast. Right. It's going to be 30 minutes of him being like, babe, 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 babe. I saw the UPS guy dropped our package on the ground. <laughs> And I was and like, he, what the fuck? And then he kind of kicked it a little. And she's like, I'm not going to Jax, you're so funny. Like, it was fine. It was just like baby formula. And he's going to be like, no. like uh. It was the beer cheese. Uh. He's like, people are late. People are lazy. Nobody wants to work these days. So like, oh. Something Jax. crazy. Jax, you're so crazy. Seriously, Jax. Oh, my God. You're so crazy. I'm not gone. I'm not gone. Can y'all believe him? Can you seriously believe him? You better not be messing around. That's what she was saying last night. But listen, thinking of them having a podcast and watching them on Watch What Happens Live last night, he would not stop. And I, he's been doing this for as long as I've been watching Vanderpump, interrupting Britney. And it's like, <laughs> that is not going to make a podcast. It's going to make it. It's going to make it terrible and extremely annoying especially his voice interrupting every five seconds yeah i i I probably likely definitely won't be listening but um you know that was a fun little fun little detour from uh the episode that we have tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card well with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live claret and clear use as directed back to brock and sheena 
at home, at home with Brock and Sheena. This season has been this season has been blissfully light on Brock content after last year, just ticking off the red flags one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of nice. I don't, the thing is like, I'm happy Sheena's happy. I don't mind Brock being around in a general sense as Sheena's partner, but I'm so glad we're not trying to make him happen as a character on the show this year. Agreed. He's a very supporting background character right now, and that's all he needs to be. It just makes sense that way. Definitely. Um, but so their wedding is two weeks away. And the big dilemma that has come up is that one of Sheena's bridesmaids, Jamie, is trying to book her room. And it's at, the resort is saying that they are fully sold out. And so the one thing that could be the solution to this resort with hundreds of maybe thousands of rooms being sold out is that Katie Maloney, that bitch Katie Maloney, <laughs> who's no longer invited to Sheena's wedding, could give up her room, sacrifice her Mexico trip mm-hmm. for Jamie. And she, of course, Sheena comes up with this and she's like, it's the perfect solution. It's amazing. That'll be great. This also just doesn't align. This doesn't make sense to me from like a hospitality like level. Well, the thing is, okay, I think there are a few things at play. And this comes up later at the pool party, which we'll just talk about the whole resort situation now. Right. So basically at the at the party, Katie is presented with this idea uh, from Sheena. And Sheena's like, Katie's like, immediately no. And then Ariana tries to talk her into it. And she's like, no, I'm going on my vacation. I already called the hotel and asked if I could add Christina Kelly to my room. They said no problem. So I don't know what what's going on with Jamie. Uh <laughs> I will be there. I will be enjoying my vacation as is my right because I have paid for the room and there's no amount of money you can Venmo me that will get me to cancel this trip. And okay, there. So logistically, I just want to talk through. First of all, yes, this is Sheena's wedding. I don't know if there was a room block or something, a, a group discount that she got at the hotel. But that, in my mind, is most likely separate from production likely booking a certain number of rooms for the cast of Vanderpump Rules to stay at the hotel that they are staying at on the group trip. And for sure. I don't know exactly where the the line is between those two things because they obviously don't break the fourth wall in this episode about it. But I'm assuming that Katie's room was booked either directly by production or at least, you know, part of some production thing. So, like, the fact that now it's two weeks until the wedding and Jamie, the <laughs> bridesmaid, is just now being like, wait, where am I going to stay? What did you think was going to happen? That's You're what going I'm to saying. Cancun or Cabo right. or where, where I think it's, it's, I think in, it's Cancun. I think it's Riviera Cancun. Maya. Yeah. Um, like, First, like the two weeks before the wedding doesn't make sense. And then it's it's frustrating to me knowing that all these people have been on reality TV for a decade that Katie deciding not to come would not just be a decision of Katie not taking a vacation to Mexico. This is a cast trip that she is going on for the show that she gets paid to film. Also, Christina Kelly is on the cast this season, so she's there as a part of the cast. And people were pointing out, I tweeted about this, and some people were pointing out, like, well, Jax and Brittany and Kristen stayed at a different hotel, so Katie could have just stayed with them. And it's like, Jax and Brittany and Kristen are not cast members on the show. Exactly. 
Exactly. And also, it's like, Jamie, you are a bridesmaid. You knew that there was block. There was a block of rooms to book. And as a bridesmaid, as soon as Sheena sends you the information, you book the hotel room. Also, Jamie, since you're so last minute, why don't you bunk up on someone's couch? Because that's a possibility. Well, so that is, I believe that's what was coming up when I think Sheena was saying that the resort wouldn't let her them add Jamie to somebody else's room because it's something to do with the all-inclusive package. But then Katie is saying that she was able to add Christina Kelly to her room. No problem. And again, that could be a production logistics thing that we're not being told that maybe Bravo was able to say to the hotel, like, yes, we will be bringing one more person. We're spending lots of money with you. It's not an issue. Um, I don't know where, you know, I almost wish they would have broken the fourth wall in this moment. I know. Just so Katie could say, like, look, Sheena, I know I know you don't really want me there but we're on we're ogs on the same show for 10 seasons and i have been invited by production to stay at this hotel and if you don't want me to come to your wedding ceremony that's fine i won't go but you don't get the final say on whether i'm allowed to be at this giant resort in mexico the same weekend as you right and it feels like like in what in last night's episode, it feels like that's like what she wanted to say. But again, breaking the fourth wall, like I feel like maybe she was advised not to say that. So like it came across as her just being stubborn. Like Tom Schwartz is like, she's so stubborn. That's why I hate about her. I'm like, no, number one, just like you said, she has every right to go on this trip. And it does probably have something to do with production, but she's not going to just be like, it sucks because she probably wants to be like, listen, I'm paid to go on this trip. So I'm going on this trip. Like this is my livelihood. But now she just has to look like the person kind of in the wrong. Because if you don't know all this information and you're just watching it, you people are like, Katie, just like give it up. Do you know what I mean? Like there are. Yeah, I see that side of it. But then it's like. I didn't love the way that it turned into kind of like a group effort, like Sheena, Ariana and Schwartz all kind of like piling on Katie for not just accepting this. Right away. It's like to me, this is not the. This is not the hill to die on. Like, I don't know. Right. Jamie can figure something else out. But like. <laughs> oh, wait, who the, let's just like, who the fuck is Jamie? Come on. Where's Jamie? <laughs> I know, ja- Jamie, Jamie's, stand up. Stand up, Jamie's Jamie. catching a lot of strays in this conversation. <laughs> and I'm sure she's a nice person. Um, but she, uh, she should have booked the room a little she, sooner. She's not organized, Jamie. Okay. Get your oh shit together, Jamie. <laughs> I didn't love this week that we had to watch scenes of Lisa coaching both the Toms and the sandwich shop girlies about their business strategy. To me, like this is getting old. I feel like every, every episode we have to have a Schwartz and Sandy's come to Jesus check-in moment. And it's like, it's either going to open or it's not. And I don't actually need the weekly update on how stressed you are about your financial situation. Right. Exactly. And Lisa, this is just her trying to be involved with the show at this point, I believe. Um, and we all kind of know that, mm. but speaking of, um, shorts and Sandy's, did you know it's literally in a strip mall? I saw some, uh, something on Instagram and it's literally yeah. in a, it's probably the same strip mall and fucking Raquel was getting her nails done at. Rick, <laughs> right Rick the corner. Like, Rick House like, well, I'm getting, I'm getting my French tips retouched up <laughs> and then I'm going over to Schwartz and Sandy's to be with my man, Tom <laughs> my, Sandoval. My man. She loves, she loves saying his full name. Have you noticed that? Yes. She was like, I was talking to Tom Sandoval. Well, in this, so in this, in this moment with James at Sir, uh, Raquel goes up to him and she's like, 
Hi, James. I just wanted to check in with you because I noticed that you left the guys night like right after I showed up. And like, obviously, like I, we're supposed to be cool. Um, and like, I don't want you to feel like we can't um, be in the same place without Allie because that's probably going to happen some more. Like, for example, uh, I don't know if Allie's coming to this pool party this weekend at Tom Sandoval's house. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't know that was happening. She's like, well, you're invited. Tom Sandoval told me. <laughs> yeah, like, and, you're not making it, baby. Like, you're making it obvious looking back at it like, now. Like, look, that's the thing. Hindsight, obviously, is so 2020. But even in the right. moment, James is like, oh, that's weird that you already spoke to Tom and he told you that I'm invited to a party at his house even though like I have been friends longer and I'm theoretically better friends with him than you are. Right. Also, Raquel is closer with Ariana, at least we thought. <sighs> and so it's like, why would you say at Tom Sandoval's house? It's like Tom and Ariana's house, you mean. Exactly. Exactly. And like Dylan, like watching these episodes, and I'm sure everyone feels this way. I feel like a goddamn Nancy Drew because I'm like <gasps> right there right there but also it breaks my heart like this pool party speaking of the pool party like when ariana when raquel shows up like obviously they were in full-on affair mode at this point am i right i believe so i mean i don't know the exact dates of when everything was filmed but yeah i think at, at the very least something was going on right ariana looked at raquel she's like oh my god you're so hot yada 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 and then she was like and then watching tom trying to defend ariana she's like lala i need you to stop bullying her i'm like if, but, like, if this affair news didn't come out, like, would we even take note of it? Probably not, which is, like, so – it's so fucked up. It's just so fucked up, the entire thing. But looking at it now, it's so yeah. obvious. But my heart breaks for Ariana watching these things. Like, she is literally oblivious to it. Yeah. I th I thought about that, about how we would be watching it if the scandal hadn't happened or we didn't know about it. I – like what you were saying earlier about James, about how much you're loving James this right now in this exact moment. At 11.18, it's 11.38, it does not stand still. I do think if if the news hadn't come out, I think we would be watching this season a lot more sympathetic to Raquel. And so I'm not sure that Agreed. James is... I think a lot more of what James is doing would kind of rub us the wrong way. Cause I remember, I mean, I'm big enough to admit that even just a, a month ago when I was watching the first few episodes of this season, I was very pro Raquel and her finding herself and her being on this journey. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think some of the things she did in Vegas and some of the ways she's handled certain situations would be like, girl, get your shit together. But the fact that we're watching it, viewing her as like, a total home wrecker really I think makes everybody else it gives a, a little more of a free pass to a lot of people in the cast to kind of handle situations with her however they see fit and I think James is benefiting from that I think Lala is definitely benefiting from that because let's be honest the girls in the girls in Vegas were not very nice to Raquel no. like maybe she deserved some some harsh words or some, some, you know, to be kind of called out for her behavior, making out with Oliver or Schwartz or whatever. But like they were being kind of mean girls to her. And I think Ariana is like fair to point that out or to, to suspect that. And I think because knowing what we know now, it's easy to watch the season and just be like, LOL, fuck Raquel. Exactly. Sucks. Exactly. And like, I was just going to say like, as awful as it is what happened, like 
it honestly worked in every other cast member's favor for this season of a likability stance besides Raquel and Sandoval, obviously. But like, <laughs> and maybe it, Schwartz. I don't know if Schwartz is really getting any points I, here. I just can't with him. I'm just like, he's getting zero points. And how about Jax on Watch What Happens Live? He's like, I swear on, what do you say, his grandmother's life or something? I swear on my grandmother's grave or something that I Tom Schwartz knew the entire time. I'm like, oh, Jax, just shut it. Save yeah, it for the Jack, pod. <laughs> Jack's being like, I've never in my life been wrong about anything. It's like, go away. <laughs> Nobody cares. Doesn't he have you blocked? Still blocked? Yeah. I'm uh <laughs> I my personal Instagram and Bravo by Betches both blocked by Jack's. Can you get a t-shirt that says blocked by Jack Taylor? <laughs> there used to be, I don't know if it's still around. There was like a an account that made merch that said blocked by Jack's because so oh. many people were. Love that. They Sorry, were I, I met them. Um, it derailed us. <laughs> no, but it's like, I do, I do think we are viewing this season through a lens that is, you can't actually go back in time and be right. like, well, I, you know, we'll never, we'll never be so, uh, so naive again. Um, and that's just not true. <laughs> but yeah, seeing the way Sandoval was like Ew. full fired up defending Raquel against Lala. Now, I know Sandoval just doesn't like Lala very much to begin with, but the way he's like going after her over how she speaks to Raquel, it's like, sir, sit down, take a chill pill. Right. You know, like get a grip. Yeah. If you guys are trying to be very low key about it, you're not doing a great job. Like you're not helping yourselves at all. Yeah. And I mean, to swing the pendulum back in James's favor a little bit, I understand. I fully get why he is annoyed that Raquel keeps invoking his name in her kind of like journey toward healing that she's like, I figured out I figured out how to how to handle you, Lala. And I figured out how to handle James. And James is like, you literally just came up to me at Sir two days ago and we're like, I just want to make sure we're good because we're going to be together. So I wouldn't want it to be awkward. And then the next time Raquel sees him, she's like, do you know how much you hurt me? And it's like, yeah, yes, I think he does. But you're the one saying that you want things to be normal and good and, you know, fine when you see each other. So you kind of, you kind of can't have it both ways. Exactly. And and meanwhile, behind the scenes, she's she's the villain amongst them all. You know what I mean? And I think this is a way like I'm no really I'm no like therapist or anything for God. Not at all. <laughs> um, but this is definitely a mechanism like watching it now of her trying to like bury like her own guilty feelings and thoughts about what she's actually doing so she's like no like Mm. i'm like validating herself where she's like well james made me feel this way and lala has been so mean to me she slept with james and we when we were dating six years ago so like she's trying to make herself feel better um and the only thing that's gonna help you make you feel better is accepting that you were a shitty person um taking time to reflect on that you know and moving on and not bringing so much attention to yourself because it's gonna backfire as we've seen right right like even trying to watch this scene with blinders on i already was like a little put off by what she was saying and how she kept bringing up james's name and then when you also add into the equation that this is around the time she started having an affair with tom sandoval it's like you have 
just like zero leg to stand on. Right. Just none. Just none. And I think I think that's something that I hope is sort of dug into at the reunion because obviously there's kind of a top level like what you did was shitty. How, you know, how could you do this? Ariana has every right to be mad. But also there are some specific moments from this season where it's like you were so on a high horse about this Lala and James situation and, you know, really holding it over everyone and saying that, you know, you want to be cool with people, but you've just learned this information and how are you supposed to move on? Meanwhile, all the time you were going behind everyone's back and doing something that to me, like to uh, uh, people could disagree, but to me, what Raquel did to Ariana is worse than what Lala did to Raquel sleeping with James. Because as far as we know, she slept with James maybe a few times toward the beginning of their relationship. Mm -hmm. Raquel and Tom Sandoval fully had an affair and ended Tom's, you know, basically long-term partnership. They weren't going to get married, but equivalent to a marriage. Right. Like it's, within the same walls as Ariana, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. okay, cheating is cheating, and I will say that, but there are levels to it. Do you know what I mean? And like I'm not, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not condoning right. think, any sort of cheating, but this is like an entirely new level. This is like an emotional, like yeah. And I think the way that Raquel has spoken about James and Lala on this season is aging really, really terribly, knowing that she kind of did even a worse level of right. Of uh of infidelity. Yeah. It's it's just so uh, it's it's mind boggling to me. But you know yeah. what? And I was thinking this last night, like and I was I said this on my Instagram story, like I'm in bed by eight thirty because I'm a grandmother, but on Wednesdays, <laughs> the past f- fucking few weeks, I am up I am up till ten watching this shit because it, TV has not been this good in a very mm. long time. And we do have like the social media and the hype like to thank for that. But I'm yeah. telling you like this is what TV needs to be. Like you look at Summer House, I'm like boring, turn it off. When's the last time like a, a show has been this entertaining? Like I like I'm loving it's, it. It's been a while and I think with the way that streaming is and the way that we just consume TV now, there aren't very many Things where it's like, oh, Wednesday at nine, I need to be available so I can watch this show when it's on because I don't want to be a minute late to the conversation. Right. And Vanderpump Rules, I think, is the first Bravo show in a while that feels like it's kind of must see in the moment. In the moment. Yeah. Like for me, it's like, oh, I didn't catch Jersey this week. I'll watch it tomorrow on like Bravo, whatever. Right, right, right. right. And I mean, props to to them. I mean, but the thing is, like, even without the scandal, I think this season is really, really solid. And yeah. I obviously the the circumstances around it airing have heightened it even further. But I mean, props to this crew on just being it out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> blowing Literally. each other and blowing it out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> don't uh don't keep your <laughs> uh feel free to never keep your dick in your pants, Vanderpump Rules cast. We love you for it. We we absolutely adore you for it. What's next? Uh, and Taylor, I adore you for for chatting with me today. Thank you. I adore you, Dylan. I'm. I was so happy when you asked because right now yeah. Vanderpump is a passion. I would. I would say. 
for everybody. It's a passion project. Passion uh, well, project. thank you so much, Taylor. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. You can follow me at Dylan Hafer. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.